Welcome to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Ministry Central is the official United Pentecostal Church International online resource designed to develop and enhance your ministry. Through the teaching and wisdom of experienced apostolic leaders, Ministry Central will equip you to pursue the call of God on your life. In this podcast, you will learn important principles, concepts, and ideas from apostolic leaders who are on the front lines of ministry, making a difference in their leadership and calling. I'm your host, Darren Sargent, and this is the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining. I want to welcome you to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. I'm the Director of Ministry Central, Darren Sargent, and today I am with our wonderful guest, Sister Jenny Russell. I've known Sister Russell for... A long time. <laughs> I went to school that. with your sister. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I went to school with your sister. Yeah. So, and you're much, 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 much younger than she is. Oh, yeah. Let's just go with that. Let's, Let's go, with, go that. with that. Yeah. And uh, we have known each other, as mentioned, many, many years. And it's a delight. She is the executive vice president yes. of Urshan College, as well as Urshan Graduate School of Theology. And uh, what a treat it is to have you here. Thank you. I don't know if everybody recognizes, but this lady right here is a superstar. She is loved by students across the world and has made such a dynamic impact in many, many lives. And to for you to take time means a lot to me, Jenny. Thank so you. Can I call you just Jenny? Should just I call you prophetess? Wait. No, I'll just go with Jenny. I okay, we'll go with that. You are actively involved in this Bible school, Bible college, university atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so with that in mind, I kind of wanted to talk to maybe a younger demographic okay. because this is who you you are influencing right now in a, in a powerful way. And I went to Bible college. I went yeah. to CLC, yeah. Christian Life College. Loved every minute of it. We had it some was, great professors. Yeah. What years did you go? I went from 82 to 86. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're way back there. I graduated high school at 87. Make me feel old. I've tried my best. Okay. But here's the deal. You don't look old. So that's right. good. But what does, going back and looking at my life and the influence and impact that Christian Life College had, the Bible college experience. Right had on me, yeah. what does that call to a Bible school experience look like now that you're in the middle of it mm -hmm. and your perspective? Just give us a little bit on that. Well, I think it's still a lot like it was back when we were young. Okay. Um, you're, you're looking for someone to invest in your life. You're looking for someone to, to help mentor you and give you direction. But we're all kind of lost back then. We, sure. we feel we know we have God has spoken to us Absolutely. and we go there, but it's the experience that we have while we're there academically. I think you might say the same thing. We learned a lot academically, yeah. but we grew spiritually through that interaction and that relationship. And the relational aspect of Very. what a Bible college experience produces yeah. for me. Yes. I come to general conference and it's those that I went to school with that you can't you those even though it was a short short years yeah. if you made it that long if which we that. both did right we did you graduated okay I good did. we both yeah. graduated yeah. me barely okay <laughs> but i did those relational connections are so vital yeah. to me uh, and this is just me talking i appreciated what i learned i appreciate what our instructors taught us 
but the connections I made have helped me throughout. I often say we probably should have went and worked in a home missions work somewhere for four years, then go to Bible school for four years and collected questions along the way that we could put in there. But, oh, but then didn't you even feel, though, even at the oh. end when we left, we still had lots of questions, but that relational aspect. You know how the foundation to go back to. Yeah. I mean, everything, everything I do now, a lot of times I go yeah. back to those difficult times or those growing times that I had in school and to draw from some of that Absolutely. when I'm working with other people. And I think Jesus modeled it well. I mean, you know, he didn't show us in the scripture just him. He showed us a model. He, he brought these 12. You imagine the, the personalities he had to deal with. Oh my. You had a hothead like Peter. You had somebody that was sly like Judas. You had, yeah. you had a doubter like Thomas. You had all these different personalities. And for me, looking back at the experience, I learned how to interact with different personalities. That's what I was getting ready to say. It's no one person is the same. And I do believe that Jesus taught us that you don't treat people the same. You work with people where, where they're at. Mm -hmm. I mean, one person is a Peter, another pe person yeah. is a Paul. Yeah, exactly right. And if we're not aware of that, we yeah. try to approach people all the same relational platform. And some people just don't respond that way. Yeah. Um, seeing these, and I'm, I'm just kind of, as we talk, some things are coming to me. Seeing these students come in especially in the Urshan College or any Bible college, that 18, 19-year-old, the maturity is not there. Leadership-wise, from your perspective and position, what are some of the challenges that you have in dealing with these? Uh, that's a great question. I think the one of the biggest challenges I think we have today that we didn't, that maybe our professors didn't have with us is the 21st century is really messy. Oh, oh. You know, I mean, wow. these yeah. students come in from with a perspective of what they got in high school and they just, nothing is black and white. There's no absolutes. Everything is gray. They're trying to figure out life because they've been taught a lot of things that are messy. Are you seeing, are you having to kind of unravel this in their lives? Sometimes. I okay. think... Um, I was actually just having a conversation with some people over at the booth a while ago, and okay. I told them we were coming to do this podcast. And they made, somebody made a really good point, so I, I said, I'm going to take that back with me. Good. Um, our students live in both an individual and a collective society. They've got one foot in, in, in an apostolic world and one foot in a secular world, and they don't even realize it because they have wow. a lot of hidden worldviews. You know, individualism is out there, and... They, they think that they're coming from an apostolic perspective, but everything, you know, my voice matters, and which they do. But at the same time, there is an absolute truth. You have a voice, but yeah. God's voice is the ultimate voice. And so, you know, we deal with this in apostolic life. And so I think that's one of the biggest challenges, trying to help our students understand and unravel the messiness, I think, of today's yeah. society. And, well, and then the influx, yeah, and the influx of social media, the yes. constant 24-7, 365 connectivity yes. 
that we are having to deal with to get the word of God's voice, apostolic leader's voice into the mix. That's so true. That's so true. Is so difficult. Gen alphas are the first generation that they know nothing but social media. Think about that. We didn't have. No. We didn't have smartphones. No. I remember. So what, this is a side note, okay? <laughs> you got me go. We we could probably stay here an hour and a half. Probably. Um, we didn't let our children. Y'all do what you want, but we didn't let our children have a smartphone till mm-hmm. they were fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Yeah. We, and each, all three of them, yeah. it was a different time. Right. Well, Ashton, one day, my sweet Ashton, and she is a sweetie. She is. She is, and she's killing it with her skincare product this is a <laughs> shameless plug i probably shouldn't do this right no uh, i won't yeah but she came to me one day we were having lunch me and my wife and her and she goes dad i'm the only one in my friend group that doesn't have a, an iphone or a smartphone and she's just griping and griping when am i going to get one i let her go for a little bit and i said ashton i was the only one in my friend group that only had one hand <laughs> she goes i can't win i can't, I can't win with you <laughs> Yeah, well, you said that. But this influx of all these voices. Yes. And the comparison and the peer pressure. And so in a Bible college context, we're reliant, hopefully, on the Spirit of God to break through the noise. Yes. But the position of a teacher, the position of a professor, where do you feel? And I'm I'm throwing stuff at you. Yeah. uh, where do you feel what is needed the most to combat the noise? Is that a right way of saying it? I think that's a good way to say it. And I, okay. I have one word here for it. Relationship. Beautiful. True. Um, you know, some, somebody asked me a few months ago, why, why do you do what you do? And it was a particularly kind of a trying time there's a lot going on we you know we have a lot going on with accreditation stuff and um so i i said really i get up because of people relationships that's so good because this generation they don't they are not going to hear your voice yeah if they don't have a relationship with you because this and I'm not, I'm not an expert, you know, I'm, I'm not this, I'm not doing all these research, sure. all this research or anything. So I guess this is a personal thing. So I'm just speaking personally, Good. not as, Good. you know, as an expert for me, what I do and what I see and what I've observed is the, the students I have a relationship or even with staff, it's the student, it's those people that feel that I care about them, that I yeah. take time out of my day and they're going to respect, they're going to hear me. It's relational equity. It is, if, if, as long as they think I care. So I think that's the biggest thing for there me. Are so, in this generation, I fear that there are so many revolving doors in their lives. Yeah. And they need someone that's constant. And in those four or five years of college, uh, even on the graduate level, yeah. those voices and those pillars that stay there, when everything around them is friends are bouncing and parents are divorcing and challenges are arising, those constant voices matter. Yeah. And they, and like you said, social media is a, 
it's a constant bombardment to their identity. Oh. I mean, they're they're comparing themselves to... And those are just highlights. They are. That's not reality. You know, that's not reality. Yeah. I t- when I pastored, I would tell some of my people, I said, I don't even have to go on vacation anymore because I get, I get the picture of the food. <laughs> I get the picture of the beach. I even get the picture of what you're wearing. <laughs> Hello. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, no. I don't have to go on vacation. No. But I think we have to really zero in. If we're going to make the impact that we're called to make, we need to recognize yeah. this relational equity. You know, you look at the life of Joseph. Right. You know, he had to go through this process. If he was going to be effective yeah. in impacting other people, there had to be some sort of relationship. So yeah. anything else you want to add to that before we move on? No, I think that's okay. that's, a, that's it on that okay. relationship. Uh, here's another question that, that I just wanted to jump into. If someone is considering going into a Bible college experience, wanting to take this step, how can they take that next step in talking to their parents or their pastor when they feel God is calling them, maybe even not necessarily to college, but to a specific ministry that's outside of their local church or their local city? Really good question. I think that's for me, I think that's an individual question. I, I don't think there's an overarching or one answer because some parents are going to be very supportive. And so it depends. If, if, the, if it's a parent that's very supportive, I, I obviously feel that, again, it goes back to relationship. You know, you've had that, you have, you have these conversations, good conversations, hard conversations all the time. Yeah. So going to them and expressing what God's, I think, first of all, expressing how God's dealing with you is yeah. important. Um, and of course, talking to your pastor. I'm, I am a very big proponent in having people in your life a covering, you know, Absolutely. of somebody, because you always should be count, accountable to people. Yeah. I mean, it's just important that no matter, Brother Bernard says it all the time, you know, he's got people he's accountable to. Sure. Um, so first of all, yes, I think if you feel a calling, and you feel God dealing with you, you start having those conversations with your parents and your pastor. Yeah. Um, Cause they need, they need to know your heart. They've got to, they've got to know it. You know, your heart. And I, and I think if it's someone that you don't feel like you can talk to, maybe you go talk to your pastor at first and, and ask their, ask their advice. Yeah. Before, and maybe your pastor goes with you. Know, you know, David had a Nathan yes. that wasn't afraid to stick his finger in his face and say, you're the, David, you're the man. I, I told you a little story here to get your Attention. get you interested. Right. Uh, let me flip the script just a little bit. Yeah. Throw one at you. I'm going to throw a curveball, okay? Uh-oh. You ready? Okay, I'm ready? You're good at curveballs. <laughs> to you, in dealing with this generation, seeing what they're facing coming into the Bible college or into whatever experience they're coming into, what do you feel is the biggest challenge for them? Oh, Wow. Um, like I said, I threw a curveball. You are throwing a curveball, but you're smart. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She says. Yeah. The biggest challenge I think they face is, or at least the ones that I've talked to, I think it's finding, trying to figure out what the will of God is. Oh, you just got me on a good storm. Oh, okay. A good way. Don't no, finish that yeah. out because I think I know where we need to go yeah. now. I, I feel that, that you know, they, they really want to know 
God's direction and God's voice and they, so that they know how to go. It, so it's a little dark for them. Um, so I, I don't know. I think that. Uh, well, and I think that opens, opens the door to what I want to talk about okay. now because it just came to me. I think sometimes if we're not careful, we have certain categories that we feel like this is only the will of God. I have to have a pulpit ministry. I have to be a singer. I have to be an evangelist. I have to be, those are all important, necessary, needed, vital. God's calling people. God's, God called me. God called you. That's all part of it. Yeah. But is God calling people in this? And I'm a big proponent of this, so I know my answer, but okay. I'm sure it's similar to you. I believe God is a big proponent of people discovering their strengths, their talents, and their abilities. Right. And if that's running a multi-million dollar company. Definitely. That is still effective. Yes. In and today's I, kingdom. Definitely. And I think one thing I love about working at Urshan is that um, that is that is exactly where we are. I feel that people, the students that come to Urshan, and I hope this is the case, at least I, I will put it through my lens. I think that we... Um, do embody that because min 90% of ministry in a local church is exactly. not pulpit It's ministry. not behind the pulpit. It's not. I would even go higher than that. Oh. I pastored for 20 years. Oh, that's your, yeah. 95, 96% of what I did was outside of the pulpit. Right. And that that is the kingdom. So, uh, we are supposed to do what, what God We're to go into all the world. Yeah, all the world. And we need business people to to send that global missionary. Absolutely. And we need, we need that doctor. We need that counselor. Um, we need, we need so many people. I was hoping you'd say it. lawyer, but then I know. <laughs> no. um, but it, we do, we need yeah. people in every sphere of society. Definitely. We're all called to kingdom work. And that is exactly right. Have, there's a book that I highly recommend. And I just had the title and it just left me while we're live. Um, Call to Create. Oh, yeah. By Jordan. I'll get his name in a minute. Called to Create, an incredible book that speaks to this. God's a creator. Yes, that's good. God is an incredible creator. That's good. And he opens up this book by saying, if we are created in the image of God, why aren't we creators? And I think that we have got to understand we are all called to do something that impacts the kingdom. Yeah. And this is where I feel roles like yours and what you're doing on a weekly and a daily basis. You're putting a perspective in the minds of these students. Okay, all my life I've heard i got to be a pastor, preacher, teacher, so evangelist, so apostle. True. But I can be a businessman yeah. apostle. Yeah. If there's such no, a thing. Yeah. Well, I think you're in this, you're in a similar season as I am, right? Absolutely. Okay. So we, we've been pastors and, you know, I've been, I've been overseas of church planted. Uh, you, we've done that traditional ministry role, but we're in, now in a position, you're, you're doing ministry central. You're still preaching out. You're still, yeah. but you're still, but this is sort of, yeah. this is your primary goal. Exactly. And I'm, I am doing administration. And it's the same thing when I started doing counseling and I, I, I had to wrestle with that. Am I still a minister? Yeah. Yeah. 
but I am, a, I am as much a minister when I'm in a counseling session with somebody that's broken hearted as I am sitting behind my desk, making sure the school is running day-to-day -day operations Absolutely. because we're sending out the next generation and everything that we do, we do unto God. Mm -hmm. Someone had to build the boats that Jesus yeah. went across the lake on. And they were just as much of a minister. And they, they, they built the boat. Yeah. But I think in today's society, sometimes we, we categorize and label people and we do. And then I agree. Yeah. And so I think it is hard. So I think it's a, I think it is a great thing that we're setting here, normalizing that ministry is a lot more than we think it is. Well, and I think that leads into one of the final questions I wanted to ask. What if I don't feel called to ministry, but wanted to follow after biblical education? And then we have to really go back to the definition of what ministry is. Yeah. I think we have to, we have to understand, you know what? You can serve. Yes. Every pastor needs somebody that's yeah. a builder, a creator, yes. an entrepreneur, right. a developer, a songwriter, a songwriter, somebody that just has this, you know, I've learned a long time ago, I have to focus on my strengths it's and quit to trying to prop up my weaknesses. I know. There's you, people that are better than it, I am. But, but we, we, ha we don't always do that. We don't. We think we want to be a jack of all trades. And yes, and God has given us giftings. And 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 I do go back to social media. We don't always Absolutely. Uh, because we're comparison comparison, comparison. And that's yeah. not what God called us to do. Sister Jenny, I can't thank you enough for your voice in this generation. You you are you are an inspiration to a lot of people. I don't um, know about that. You but. are. You are. And of course our family thinks the world of you and just what you're doing. My wife's enrolled back in school, and I'm so I am too. She helped me get through my master's program a few years back, and now now I said, you go for it, and she's doing great. My son-in-law's working at it. That's cool. So I want to thank you. I want to thank you. There's a lot of things you could be doing that you're qualified for, but you're investing in the next generation, and I think that's important. Any parting words, anything you just burning on your heart you want to share before we close this episode down? Well, I think if I'm going to talk to young people, I, I would say take the time to hear the voice of God because there is a lot of noise out there and God has something specific for you to do. Amen. Amen. And I believe every person is important and every person has something that God is calling you to. So don't let yourself get distracted. Listen to the voice. You know, I sometimes go back to those, the scripture, you know, the passage where the, I think it's Elijah that's in the cave. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he, he, there's the loud wind and there's this and this, but when it got quiet. Yeah. So I would, I would shut just the noise you know, off for shut a the while. noise off, put away the, put away the devices take some time just to, to be, to hear the voice of God. And that's difficult to do. That is difficult to do because we have so much coming at us, but I want to thank you again. Thank you for taking the time. And this won't be the last time I'll get you back on and we'll even go further with so farther, further, further, farther. farther. We'll yes. go farther. Let's talk about pre preparation and yes. things like that. I like because, that idea. You know, we That'll are be our talking next about ap apostolic education. So. That's right. 
I want to thank you for joining us on the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. This has been a delight to have Sister Jenny Russell. May God bless you. If you have any questions, maybe about Urshan, uh, maybe about biblical education, I agree. I believe this is the lady you ought to talk to. So reach out to her, and uh, you can contact her at the Urshan campus, I'm sure. She's always available. And uh, thank you again for joining us. May God bless you. Stay tuned for more episodes of the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. God bless. Thank you. Thanks. This was awesome. Thank you for listening to the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast. To learn more, visit us at ministrycentral.com and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please take a moment, help us by sharing and subscribing to this podcast. May God richly bless you. We will see you in the next episode of the Ministry Central Leadership Podcast.